Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. You know, there's been lots of chatter in the media lately about how we treat the animals and farm animals that are raised for the specific purpose of consumption. They're raised to eat. Uh, Chicken farms, cows, whatever you want to uh, throw into the mix there. And there's been um, lots of talk about how humane these places are and if this is the way we should be doing things with these large sort of factory farms and factory production facilities and such. Um, What about if you could grow your own? An Israeli biotech company is developing technology to create meat from chicken cells away from the animal's body. They have launched a crowdfunding campaign to create the first device to grow a whole chicken breast. Is this ethical? Does it work? And is it still considered chicken? Joining us to talk about all of this, Rowan Barr is with us, Super Meats VP of Business Development, and is on the line with us now. Hello, Rowan. How are you today? I'm excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. Uh, We certainly do appreciate this. So explain to us what Super Meat is. Super Meat is a a startup that is going to create cultured chicken meat. We have a special technology. Uh, Our head of research, Professor Yaakov Nachmias, which is a world expert on uh, tissue engineering, has developed a machine that actually mimics the conditions inside the animal body. So instead of the cells growing inside the animal body, they will grow in this machine and proliferate there. And then uh, it will, be, a, it will uh, be possible to create meat, really real chicken. You asked uh, before, is it really chicken? Yes, it's chicken. It is real meat, but without slaughtering animals, without ruining our environment. And, of course, it will be much healthier uh, because we know that the current meat industry uh, causes a lot of uh, public health issues. I'll just give one small example. A lot of the chickens uh, in the United States, for instance, uh, have uh, arsenic uh, metal inside them. So we know that the conventional meat industry has a lot of uh, hazards, and that could be uh, addressed and solved uh, through co- uh, cultured meat. So because you are starting and creating this uh, cultured meat from chicken cells, that actually makes it officially chicken. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes, but it's not just that we have the primary cells. The primary cells grow in an environment that mimics the animal body. So they're going to differentiate and proliferate. Uh, and the tissue that will be formed will actually be uh, tissue of meat. It's not fake meat. It's not something like meat. It will actually be meat, just without slaughtering the animal. The same process that is happening inside the animal body uh, in the factory farm will be in machines. But the, the whole process in the machine is much more con- controllable. So we can even in the future control the amount of cholesterol or the amount of saturated fat uh, and the flavor, etc. So it has a lot of advantages, but we need to understand that this is real meat. Hmm. Tell us about the machine required to do this. What's needed? What's needed to do this? Well, uh, of course, we need financial uh, backup. We need investors. So we have the crowdfunding campaign. It's only two days up, and we already have uh, $15,000. Uh, 
We got the best scientist. Our head of research is, is one of the world experts in tissue engineering. So we need the investors, the funding, and we need the public embrace because we want the public to show that this is something, cultured meat is something that he wants, something the world needs uh, in order, you know, to not just to combat global warming and the other environmental uh, destruction that the conventional meat industry is causing, but also for the animals to prevent suffering for billions of animals, and of course of, also for our uh, health. Uh, I'll just give one small example. Uh, we know today that factory farming causes uh, um, bacteria which are antibiotic resistant. We know that it's a very big problem uh, that you don't have in cultured meat. You just don't have this problem. Uh, and we wouldn't use the anti antibiotics at uh all. Is it possible, Rowan, that you can create something that is too sterile and is not necessarily beneficial to the human body? No, because again, we're creating real meat, but without all the problems of the conventional meat. Uh, when you ate a chicken uh, 100 years ago or uh, even 1,000 years ago, this chicken was different than the chickens today. The chickens today... Uh, first of all, uh, um, they went through artificial they went through artificial selection, which dramatically changed their genome. Mm. So the amount of fat is very different from the chickens we used to eat, and they are crowded, so they get diseases. So the factory farming uses antibiotics, so they will get less sick, etc., etc. So actually, the meat we will produce will be much similar to the meat that was eaten once, uh, hundreds of years ago, before all the factory farming started changing the bodies of the animals and actually the products, the meat products. Would it taste the same? Yes, definitely. It, it will taste the same, though, because the whole process is more controllable, we can also control the flavors more. So if we want to change that, you know, you can even create, uh, let's say, a schnitzel, which is made out of rabbit cells and uh, chicken cells combined mm. together. Wow. That's a possibility. Wow. If you want to. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you so you're literally recreating the food that we eat. Definitely. Definitely. I think this is a scientific endeavor that is... Um, at the, at the magnitude of uh, cracking down the human genome, you know, or even putting a man on the moon. It's, it's that important for the world because the meat industry is destro destroying the world. And I think that more and more countries and leaders and scientists and um, public figures are acknowledging that the current meat industry cannot go on. We cannot go on like that. And why so can't it go? To, we, we, we have to embrace the alternative. Elaborate on that a little bit, Rowan. Why can't it continue the way it is? Well, because we know, for example, that most of the deforestation of rainforests in the world is caused by the meat industry. More than 30% of the land, this is the, the UN says that, more than 30% of the land in the world is taken and used by the livestock industry, by uh, farmed animals. These are uh, um, areas that used to be rainforest, and uh, the clear-cutting, the rain, uh, deforestation is continuing. So in order to create meat, we need a lot of resources, as it done today. You know, you put a lot of plant-based protein, and you get very little protein outside the animal. 
because you lo- you lose a lot. The animal moves, so it uh, it takes energy. Uh, you don't eat all the parts of the animal. So actually, animal agriculture is not beneficial. But once you take this whole process and you reinvent it, and you're doing it in a controllable environment, in small-scale machines like we're going to produce, so the whole thing becomes much more environmental friendly, which was already proven in, in some studies on the subject. And then, uh, and then the world can feed uh, meat to a lot of people. But as it is today, it's just not, it's, it's not sustainable. What are the challenges moving this industry forward? Other than, of course, financing, which you've got a crowdfunding campaign for. But what are your challenges moving forward? Mm. So, uh, yeah, financing, as you said, is, is a big challenge. Uh, there are scientific challenges, of course, like the scaling up. Uh, we will have to make this uh, a cheap, a very cheap uh, product at the end, which will uh, compete with the conventional meat industry. So that is a big scientific challenge. We think that in our special technology, that the tissue grows organically in the machine that mimics the animal body. So we don't take cells and combine them together. So we don't take, uh, let's say, muscle cells and fat cells and a connective tissue and try to combine them together in a way to create something which, is, which resembles meat. We just take the primary cells, put them in this machine, and then actually the tissue grows organically by itself. So we think that has the, pot- the potential to be really, really cheap. So, uh, so you don't think that by the time this, if this all goes, if this all happens, you don't think it will be ending, it'll end up being too expensive to produce? No, I don't think so. I think this technology has the potential uh, to make it, I don't know if at first it will be cheaper than conventional meat, but it has the potential not to be expensive. Uh, And I think this is very important because, unfortunately, when we look at the world, we see that the estimations are that the world consumption of meat will rise, uh, especially because of the developing countries like China and India and Indonesia, etc., so they are going to eat a lot, of, a lot more meat in the coming years. And the question is, what meat will that be? If it's going to be conventional meat, we'll see a lot of forests destroyed. We'll see a lot of pandemics like swine flu and bird flu that have origins in factory farming. And we'll see a lot of problems that will hurt us as humans. But if there was a safer, cleaner technology, and this is super meat, it's clean meat. Uh, so this could have enormous impact on our planet and on us as human beings. Will we see new meats come out of this? You were talking about combining cells of chickens or rabbits or such. Explain that a little more. So actually, when you do the whole process in a machine, uh, you can uh, play with it. You Mm -hmm. know, you can uh, put um, two kinds of cells and let the tissue grow with flavors that actually mix the cells of a chicken and the cells of a rabbit. You can also grow other animals that today we don't eat. You can even take, let's say, a chicken from the wild, not a chicken uh, like the raising factory farming today, which are sick chickens, that some of them uh, actually... Uh, well, that's uh, a good question. That, that's a good question, Rowan. If we're taking a chicken that is produced at a factory farm and getting the cell from that, are we not ending up with the same thing? We're not ending up with the same thing because it proliferates in the lab and not in the animal body. So they're not going to 
they're not going to give it all the antibiotics and uh, um, and all the pathogens you have in the environment of factory farming, which is a very unclean environment. So the whole thing would be different, but you can actually pick out what cells you take. Today, the chickens in the conventional factory farming are, uh, their genetics is very twisted. It's very unnatural because they want to have the breast as big as possible because most of the money in the meat industry, the chicken meat industry, comes from the breast. Mm. So actually today, a chicken's breast is two to three times bigger than it was 100 years ago. Mm. But when you do cultured meat, you can take a chicken, uh, just a small biopsy, you know, of a healthy chicken, even from the wild. So this has a whole different meaning, uh, in the, also in the cell level, but the whole process will be controllable and not in fact performing, so you wouldn't have all these uh, initial uh, problems. Are there ethical issues here, Rowan? Are there, are there challenges with people that say, uh, this just isn't right, it's not ethical? Well, uh, can, you, uh, can, you, uh, can, can anyone say that the conventional meat industry is ethical? Hmm. Can anyone say that uh, the way that they raise and slaughter today billions of animals worldwide is ethical? Can anyone say that uh, deforestation is ethical or the destruction of the ocean, which has a lot of connection also to factory farming because we take the fish out of the ocean and feed them to cows? You know that the cows today in the world are the biggest predator because we take the fish out of the ocean and we give them to cows in the milk and the meat industry. So actually, we know for a fact that conventional meat is not ethical. If cultured meat is more environmental friendly and doesn't hurt a single animal and is healthier, how can it be not ethical? Uh, you're talking about chicken. Would this work with other animals? Yes, it certainly is possible. We're focusing on chicken now, and the first prototypes we'll have will be of uh, chicken liver, cultured meat and ground meat, but it's possible actually to grow also beef and pork, and perhaps uh, in the future we will work on that as well. Yeah. What will it look like when it comes out? Is it like once it comes out of this machine, is it just like a big slab of chicken meat? It will be just like uh, slices of meat. Yes, mm -hmm. this machine will produce slices of meat that at first, these machines will be at restaurants and supermarkets, but later on, uh, we have the vision, and it's not, uh, not that far away that it will be in your home. So you can make your own uh, meat, like maybe you have a, like, like a bakery, you know, machine, like a small bread machine. So uh, um, it's not a case of, 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 of making a machine like a giant factory farm, and then the, the consumer, per, uh, uh, consumer purchasing it from you. You want these machines to be in actual restaurants or homes where people can create and grow their own. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We're talking about small-scale machines. Yeah. And this is, again, it comes back to the thing I told you before, that this is a little bit like going back to the meat industry as it was thousands of years ago because it was very small-scale and local. You didn't have these huge factory farms and slaughterhouses. So every, like, little village or even inside the village, they had places where they used to grow uh, uh, animals. So now we, we, with, with this technology, you don't have to grow animals, but the production will be small scale. Yes. Uh, timeline. When? How long is this away? How far of the, is this away? 
Yes, well, it's, it's of course a good question. Uh, there is no way, of course, in this kind of scientific endeavor uh, to say for sure, but uh, we are expected to be ready, uh, a product will be ready in the market in between four to five years. Would this appeal to vegetarians? There's some vegetarians that don't eat meat because of the way it is produced. Do you you see this industry opening up to them? Yes, so uh, they're definitely not our target audience. Mm -hmm. I think it can appeal to some of them. Myself, I'm a vegan for uh, 10 years, Mm -hmm. but we're not doing this for the vegetarians or the vegans. Maybe they will enjoy it also, but the important thing is the massive amounts of meat that the world is uh, eating, and uh, for, unfortunately, according to all the estimations, will continue to eat, and this has the potential to decrease that uh, amount uh, of, of conventional meat that people eat in uh, in a very in a big magnitude. Yeah. Are there large corporations or factory farms that are looking into this technology? Well, perhaps, I don't know, but uh, for now we're in contact with some investors. Uh, none of them are from the like big uh, mm-hmm. meat corporations. Um, everything is open, you know. Do you think, or do you expect resistance from traditional meat producers? I think perhaps some will, perhaps some will not. I think that the global acceptance of the problems, the inherent problems in the way we produce meat today, is something which is getting much more acceptable in all sectors of society. I think it even comes down to the meat industry. I know a lot of people from the meat industry that tell me themselves, they wish, uh, even, even uh, people, um, uh, managers, you know, uh, senior managers in the meat industry, they tell me they wish there was cultured meat. They, they wish we, we won't have to slaughter and raise these animals in this horrible condition. So I think maybe perhaps some will uh, will uh, try to deny it uh, and um, resist it, and maybe others won't. Maybe others will embrace this. Rowan, you talked about how this is an advantage because there isn't the additives, there isn't uh, things inside, toxins or whatever that is in traditional meat. Um, what's to stop as this increases uh, and as this industry increases, what's to stop this industry from doing the same thing that traditional meat industries do? There must be a way to speed the process. There must be a way to make it more profitable. Um, you know, I mean, will they not in the end eventually be adding things to this process just like they did to factory farms? Yes, so factory farming adds antibiotics, gives antibiotics to animals, gives growth factor to animals, which we know uh, are really uh, ha- a hazard for our health, uh, really damaging for our health, because they 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 uh, put the animals in a very dense environment. Yeah, they crowd them together very densely. When we're talking about small-scale meat machines, so maybe we'll produce a million machines, maybe we'll produce uh, 100 million machines. The machine is the same machine. You don't have the problem of crowding animals together and then giving them antibiotics in order for them to survive until slaughter. Uh, though a lot, of, a lot of percentage of the animals don't uh, survive and die before the slaughter. Um, so you don't have that problem. 
You can make meat, you can make a lot of meat, you can make uh, a less amount of meat, but you still don't have to use all these uh, additives and the antibiotics, etc. If people want to find out more about this process, Rowan, where can we go? Is there a website? Certainly, yes. So go to supermeat.com or just write supermeat on Google. And uh, you can find us on Indiegogo. We have a crowdfunding campaign. So just write Supermeat Indiegogo, and you will get to us. Uh, and then we have a lot of more uh, details on our team and our head of research and all the things we are doing. An Israeli biotech company is developing technology to create meat from chicken cells away from the animal's body. They've launched a crowdfunding campaign to create the first device to grow a whole chicken breast. Rowan Barr has been with us, Super Meats VP of Business Development. Rowan, fascinating. Thanks very much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thank you very much.